What is going on, Wisconsin sports fans? This is the Graveyard Shift with Gilbert Brown, the Tuesday night late edition of the Cheese Dad Sports Podcast. As always, I am Robin. Uh, with us is a guest co-host, Matt Pickett, and of course, the gravedigger himself, Gilbert Brown. What's going on tonight, guys? No Packers lost this weekend, so, you know, positive. <laughs> a, little less, a little less stress for the week. I do appreciate that. Absolutely. 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 Robin, I'm happy to be here. I want to say thanks for having me on. I know that McQuaid, uh, what, he was touring the Amish country and uh, got really excited about that lifestyle, so he he left the grid to go uh, churn butter. That's what That's what's happening, right? Yes, yes, of course. McQuaid is churning butter. <laughs> uh, just, the, just the thought of it is... is <laughs> Making uh, furniture, living the good life. Absolutely. Yeah, totally, totally living the good life. Well, guys, uh, it's been a while for Packers news, really, with the bye week. Which was nice, a little less stress going on, but uh, we have some some good news that Romeo Dubs is practicing and should be playing this week against the Rams. I don't know about you guys, but Dubs was the guy that I was most excited about coming into the season out of their draft picks. And now that Christian Watson has really hit his stride, I really like the Packers' one-two punch at rookie wide receiver. Especially because they're rookies. the Knowing that they're starting so strong and that there's so much room for growth, I hope that it's enough to keep Aaron Rodgers around for a little bit. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Aaron can't go nowhere if he wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. And, you know, that's another thing. Apparently, Jordan Love, the rumor is that he will request a trade if he's not the starting quarterback next year. And I don't know how much I buy that. I mean, I don't know Love personally. It just doesn't really sound like him, though. And it's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that's that's Who a started weird... that? Who started that rumor? That's the thing, uh, right? So, like, Jason, Jason Wilde did an interview. Yeah, and then well, he, he wrote he an did. article about it. But in the article, it wasn't saying that. Somebody else extrapolated that and tweeted about it. So I think this is, like, some someone trying to get some, some clickbait, you know, trying to get some, some, some clicks and stuff. I, I think it's just a rumor at this point. Mm. Yeah, I don't know about Ooh. you. I don't know about you guys. Uh, Gilbert, I want to get your thoughts on it, though. But why can't we just let it play out, right? Like, they made the commitment to Aaron. They have love for a guaranteed two more years. If they want him for two more years with that fifth-year option, shouldn't we, like, the fans, just enjoy this experience? We have a surefire Hall of Famer as quarterback right now. And based off of the Eagles game, a really promising young quarterback waiting in the wings. Do you know how many NFL teams would kill to be in this situation right now? Yeah, it sounds it sounds like what you were saying is like, can we all just get along? I mean, come on, really, dude. 
Um, I mean, I mean, you go back to the Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers situation. <clears throat> it's different with the Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Love situation. I, I believe. I mean, you know, still, I think Jordan Love is a is going to be a pretty good quarterback. You know, but mm-hmm. you got to ask yourself, how long do you have to wait? How long do you have to wait to show everybody that you are going to be a great quarterback? You know, but, you know, it's always someone somewhere is going to start this fight and it's going to grow and it's going to grow and it's going to grow. So need to see what happens. It's going to play itself out because basically, really, they ain't got to get rid of them unless they want to. Really, you know, hey, you stay in your place, you stay in your lane, and it's the way it's going to be for the next two years. Yeah, and both of them, right? Like, whatever the organization decides, that's the way it's going to be. And, you know, you brought up a great point, Gilbert, a guy that we haven't talked about yet on the podcast that, you know, we should probably shout him out around the league, is Geno Smith, quarterback over in Seattle. Like an afterthought of that move of Russell Wilson trade to Denver, Geno Smith ends up being the starter in Seattle after seven years as a backup around the NFL and is balling this year. Absolutely. I mean, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to read these notes and these cliff notes and I'm going to do this. And now I'm going to take this test and I'm going to ace it. Yeah. I'm going to ace it just because I've been sitting here. I'm done. I'm tired of sitting here. Now it's time for me to play. And that's the same thing with Jordan Love because, I mean, he's an exceptional athlete. Big, strong, tall, good-looking quarterback. You know what I'm saying? How long can you hold him back? And how can you root for that? To see what Geno Smith's doing to uh, that quarter that Jordan Love was in was so exciting. Like, just to see him get a chance was, was great. Yeah, I agree. I think that it's really good, exciting stuff. I think either way, whether it's Rodgers, whether it's Love, the Packers are set at quarterback for the next two years at least. And if neither one of them is going to be quarterback after 2024 and the Packers have an inkling that that could be the case, they have two years to figure it out. Plenty of time. And the great rookie wide receiver core that we just mentioned before to help whoever is quarterback be successful. Got a lot of good pieces in place right now, that's for sure. Um, though this season hasn't been as we hoped it would, I feel like there's a lot of optimism for the future for the team, even as soon as next season. I mean, and there's still a chance you could get into the playoffs this season. It's not. It's not over yet. Yeah, hey, Gilbert, did you see our playoff chances increased this weekend? <laughs> what are you talking about, thanks to the Detroit Lions? No. Actually, them losing would have helped us more, but a couple of the other teams that were chasing lost. And so mm. our playoff chances went up to like 11% or something mm-hmm. like that. And basically, if if the Packers win out the, the next four games, they have a 59% chance 
of making the playoffs. So. Mm. Yeah, we shouldn't be in this situation anyway. We should, if we just play ball and do what we're supposed to do, and you know, if, if we control our own destiny, right? Type thing. Type but thing. Yeah. It's 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 a it's a ooh it's a it's a far fetched thing right now. But I'm 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 game. Yeah. I want the boys to go. I'm game because you never know what happens when playoff time starts. You can wipe wipe all the records out the window. Win or go home, baby. Well, that's right. Yeah. And the other piece of Packers news I want to talk about. Get it out there. It's coming up. Holidays with the Pack, Gilbert. Hey. How about that? It's this weekend, huh? It sure is. Saturday, Sunday. Oh. So, Robin, I don't know a lot about this. Yeah. Can you tell me more about it? If y'all don't know. Saturday, Sunday, Fox Valley Mall in Appleton, Wisconsin. From 11, 11 to 4, you can go and meet Gilbert along with Santana Dotson, Dorsey Levins, Amon Green, Antonio Freeman, and Andre Risen. And get some autographs and make Don't some forget. holiday memories. Don't forget the biggest human I ever seen in my life, Jermichael Finley. Oh, Gilbert, bad news. Jermichael's son, his football team made the state championship down in Texas. Oh. He's uh, he's not going to be able to make it because he's going to the Texas state championship with his son. Great excuse. The greatest, great, greatest excuse. Great, great excuse. Yeah. Yeah. Can't miss that. No, no, not at all. But you are right. He is a big man. Yes, he is. My oh, wife geez. would even say he's a beautiful man. I don't know about all that now. <laughs> I know he's a big one, but I don't know about all that. But, yes, if you don't have any holiday plans uh, this weekend and you're in the Appleton, Green Bay area, do make sure you get over to Fox Valley mall and hang out with Gilbert and and some great Super Bowl legends. You know, I realized today as I was uh, working on a piece for for our friend Mark Mayfield that it's the Packers all-time leading rusher and five Super Bowl champions. All in one room. Yeah. Yeah. Makes a great Christmas gift. It does. It does. So Gilbert, this is what the 11th or 12th year of holidays with the pack, yeah, yeah. So, oh, yeah. and it's always a line around the corner, brother. Yeah, yeah, it sure is. And so, I wanted to ask you, what what is so great? Of, like, what makes it such a great event that makes you want to keep doing it every year? Well, it's just the fact of being able to be in the same place with all those guys. Um, seeing all the fans, you know. Sometimes I feel like Santa Claus sitting there and the kid jump on your lap, take a picture, you know. And, uh, it's, I mean, it's just a great time, man. And, and, and then again, it's Christmas, you know. Christmas is, is one of those times of years where you, 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 think about, you think about when you were small and Santa Claus would come and 
you would hope you get that Christmas gift, and you sometimes you, you do and sometimes you don't. But you got family around you to enjoy the rest of the day. So it's, it's, it's pretty cool to do that with, with the fans as well. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I have not been uh, myself before. I'm coming for the first time this year and uh, looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. People always, and, and that's the thing, you know, people always bring you something or somebody drops something off. So either we're going to be fat and happy or sleepy, <laughs> one of the two. Well, I'll be bringing some beef jerky, so maybe both. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, why don't we preview the Packers and Rams coming up Monday night? And, of course, before you head over to the game on Monday night, head over to Stadium View. You can hang out with Gilbert again. And those same guys, I think they're all going to be there, except for Dorsey. He's doing a uh, radio show. Yeah, them pretty boys, they always trying to get out of something, man. Yeah, well, you know, you know. Well, we talked about it. It's winter, winter go home, winter nothing. So, what's the next? What's the, the next four games, brother? What's the we next got, four games? We got the Rams, and then we have the Dolphins in Miami on Christmas Day. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I'm not too Tough excited one. about that the Vikings after that, is that right? The Vikings on New Year's. At home? And then we end the season with Detroit. No slouches on that last four games, fellas. Absolutely no slouches, but also very winnable games. Oh, absolutely. We owe them last two for real. Yes, yes we do. Let's look at our keys to winning here. Gilbert, if you had to say one thing you want to see from the defense against the Rams, what would it be? Mm. You know, you look at this Rams team, and they, they, they look real suspect, man. I mean, Baker Mayfield came in there, which shocked me. I didn't know he was in a Rams uniform. And he come in and did what he did. Um, I, 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 and he's trying to prove himself because if something happens to Stafford, he's going to be the man. You know what I mean? So we can't take him lightly. Um, might be a new door for them too. So I, I want to see the defense just contain Baker, kind of confuse him a little bit, and challenge our DBs. You know what I'm saying? Let's challenge our DBs, see what they can do. You know what I'm saying? You know, we always talk about we need a safety here or we need something there. We need this there. I'm on Jair and company stand up and, and, and take this game away. Take it away. <laughs> what about you, Matt? Why don't you take offense? What are you looking for from the offense? Looking for a dominant performance from the two uh, two rookie wide receivers. Uh, see, you know, Dobbs just like, you know, catch fire this week, basically, you know, kind of announce his presence and uh, looking for the, the O-line to, to be really stout against uh, whoever they're going to throw at us. I don't know if Aaron Donald's going to be in or not, but we, we've been able to handle him in the past. So, uh, you know, it, Aaron Donald or not, I think I think just want to see a, a really good performance from the O-line. That's good. I'm going to take special teams. I am really, really hoping that Keyshawn Nixon 
has another 100-yard kick return game. <laughs> because, this is interesting to me, he already has four this year, four in a row, and he wasn't the returner until like halfway through the season. And the Packers' record for 100-yard kick return games in a season is six. It was set back in 1971. Not even Desmond Howard Gilbert had as many 100-yard kick return games as Keyshawn Nixon has this year, which I was, frankly, surprised by. Yeah, two totally different. Uh, to me, two totally different guys. Um, Desmond, Desmond is uh, is excitement. You know, once he gets that, this guy, this kid we got now, he's gonna gobble up them yards, and he's gonna make you look stupid doing it. You know what I'm saying? But it, it all it, it all boils down to blocking. If you got a good group of guys blocking for you, then you should be able to get it. And, and the special teams coach got to set that up. You know what I'm saying, and 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 uh, uh, special teams is is the third phase of the game, so it's very important. So, yes, you know that's why that, that's why every morning you start with special teams meeting, then you go into the team meeting. You see what I'm saying? So it's it's, it's very important to get that out the way. Hey Gilbert, did you ever play any special teams? I tried not to, you know. Well, it wasn't my special special cup of tea, you know. Uh, started out when I first got to Green Bay. Yeah, I was extra point, PAT block, different things like that. In Kansas, I was a I was the wedge setter, you know. You know, I I, I that that is not a fun job because you got the kamikaze guys coming down trying to blow it up. You know what I mean? So it's like oh oh, but you know I played a little special teams, but you know. At the end of the day, you don't want to get your starters out there and get them hurt playing special teams. No, no, of course not. As we saw last year in the playoffs, A.J. Dillon suffering that, what was it, a broken rib or something like that? He broke something Something during the uh, playing special teams against the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely yeah. don't want to see that. All right, let's uh, pick some NFL games. Packers, Rams. I'm taking the Packers. Of course. I think we win. Think we win. Packers of course. Away. Seven point favorites no. right now, I think, right? We got this. Yeah, yeah. It is going to be an interesting game. The Rams, it was a very special win they had. But let's not forget, they needed 98 yards in the last like minute to, to get it done. And it was astounding and amazing. And Baker Mayfield deserves to feel great about himself. Yeah. But it was, a, it was a rough game up until that point. Just got to shut the door. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, you, you got to take your hat off to him because he came into the game. He didn't start the game. Right. So he came into the game, so you saw the shift. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So now they're trying to keep that momentum going, but not up in Lambeau Field, homeboy. No, no. <laughs> No, we've had enough pain this year. We don't need it. Don't need that. Mm-mm. No more. No more. Next one. We talked about Geno Smith before. Our next game is the 49ers at the Seahawks. And the Niners are favored on the road by three and a half. 
I'm surprised it's that small. Because after the way they look last week with, with Brock Purdy putting on a show and like all the weapons they have. I mean, the 49ers, man, by, by two scores. Isn't Debo hurt, though? Mm. I think it's day-to-day right now. Okay. Yeah, that, that is spooky when he went down, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm, I think I'm going to go with them 49ers, too, man. Okay. I'm going to take the Seahawks just to go against it. Someone's got to be the McQuaid this week, and I guess it'll be me. <laughs> right. Feeling it. Just feeling it. All right. Ooh, this next one is a really classic game every year that it's played twice a year. Ravens and the Browns. Browns favored at home by two and a half. Mm. The Ravens will not have Lamar Jackson. I think that they will have Tyler Huntley. He went down, but it sounds like he'll be back. I'm going Cleveland, man. I've been, I've been, I've been uh, picking that run game all year long. Now they got Deshaun Watson back. I'm waiting on this offensive coordinator to just start throwing all kind of crazy stuff at you. So I'm, I'm, I'm going with Cleveland. That's a good point, Gilbert. About throwing the crazy stuff at them, a divisional game like this late in the season, something to fight for. I think you're right. I don't like Cleveland right now, but I'm gonna have to pick them for this one. I'm in agreement. I just don't think that the Ra- the Ravens' offense right now is going to be able to put the points on the board necessary to win that game. Yeah. Yeah. And our last one, another great division game. Giants at Commanders. Commanders favored by four and a half at home. Ooh. Hmm. That's a hard one to call. They, I mean, they had that tie, right? Earlier in the season, so... They did. They That's did. Mm, where are they playing at? They are at Washington. Mm. I think the Giants going to edge them out. Hmm. I think so, too. I think Saquon Barkley is going to have that. Yeah. Right. Well... I'll fill McQuaid's shoes on this one, then. I'm going to go with the, with Commanders. They're, they're the favorites. It's going to be at home. Uh, I'll go with them on this one. All right. All right. We'll see how we do. We haven't been so yeah. good at this this year, Gilbert. <laughs> Not I swear, at all. We do pick the right teams. They just don't do what they're supposed to do. Right. They want to make us look bad. We're right. We're right. All right, for our next segment, questions for Gilbert Brown. Gilbert, I wanted to flip the script on you, and I decided to ask you a Gilbert Brown-style question. Okay. What movies are on your Mount Rushmore of Christmas movies, top five, and an honorable mention that's your go-to when all else fails? Christmas movies. Yes, sir. Um, wow. I'm going to go, uh, of course, Christmas Story. Everybody loves the Christmas Story, you know. Mm, not me, um, but okay. <laughs> it's a wonderful life. You know, you got to mm. have that in there, you know. Um, what's the other one? Uh, the Polar Express. Great movie. Great movie. Yeah. Yeah. 
Tom Hanks always pulling off some 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 good stuff, man. Yes. Um, it's two movies that uh, one of my favorite actors made that was on Netflix. Uh, Kurt Russell when he was playing Santa Claus. Yes, yeah, Christmas Chronicles. Yes, yes, one and two. Love yes. both of those movies, you know. Oh man, the honorable mention. Oh my God. I'm a, ooh, I'm gonna have to say uh, uh, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Ooh, nice. The classic. The classic. There you go. It's the the funny motion one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, them them would be my movies right now. There you go. There you go. I can't poke fun at them like we usually do at McQuaid. And I didn't see you Googling any. Nah. There's no nah I live in a stone age. I'm stuck. I can't Google <laughs> nothing. No no screen light reflecting off of your face. No. <laughs> right. <laughs> what about you, Matt? Yeah, I'm going to agree with a couple of those that you said, Gilbert. Um, it's a Wonderful Life is my favorite Christmas movie. It's got, you know, the importance of, of a difference one person can make. It's got community. It's got Jimmy Stewart, who's amazing. Love that movie. I'm going to say uh, I really like Love Actually. I know that there's some like some parts of it that are kind of more boring or, you know, just not as good, basically. But the parts that are, that are good, just they, they get me every time. I like the movie a lot. I would say uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, which I think is arguably a Halloween movie. But I'm going to go with that for a Christmas movie. Um, I really like the stuff that Tim Burton does, and the Danny Elfman score is, as always, excellent. Love it very much. That's uh, three, right? Then I'd go with, um, gonna have to say White Christmas. Uh, I think there's a lot to be argued with with White Christmas. It is uh, have its, It has its problematic elements for sure, um, but it's got a lot of nostalgic value for me from you know watching it growing up, and uh, you know my wife's actually a huge fan, so we always make sure to watch it every year. And the dancing, guys, the dancing in it. So good. It's worth, it's worth it for that alone. And then Danny I guess K. I have a fifth one here too. So for that, having a hard time. I'll go with I'll go with Rudolph. I watched it just the other night with my kids, actually. We loved it. This there's a lot of really funny lines in there. There's even like things that I miss sometimes that I'm catching, you know, even even this this far into uh you know, I'm what, forty five now. I'm still catching stuff in that movie. So uh yeah, I'll go with Rudolph for my last one. What do you got, Robin? All right. Well, I I have a few ones that are not on either of your lists. Mm. I have Home Alone 2, ah. which is better than Home Alone 1. Agreed. I have Elf, Will Ferrell, Ed Asner. Just great modern-day Christmas movie. Robin, can I interject? I'm sorry. I should have had Elf on my list. I don't know what I'd take off, but Elf is top five for me, and I, you got me, man. That's a good well, one. He could, he can put that. He never gave an honorable mention. Yeah, so. yeah. Elf, Elf is your honorable mention. There you go, man. Yes. Your go-to. When all else fails. Yes. Then another great Christmas movie for me is Polar Express. Green with Gilbert on there. I really enjoy that movie. I know a lot of people don't. A lot of people do not like the style of animation, which I kind of understand. But as Gilbert mentioned, Tom Hanks is so 
fantastic and so talented and just pulls off all the characters that he plays in that movie so, so well. So I'm going to go with that one. Then I'm also going to put one that you guys had, It's a Wonderful Life, I think is a quintessential Christmas movie. Then one that is a little different and may or may not be considered a Christmas movie, but I always watch it at Christmas time, and it is Christmas during the movie. At, at The most important part of it is a movie called Going My Way with Bing Crosby. Okay. It was actually the movie that he won his best actor for. Very, mm. very good movie. If you haven't seen it yet, highly recommend. And the soundtrack, of course, is amazing. And then my go-to All Else Fails is a movie that I watched on Netflix with my class the last few years called Claws about the mail carrier that has to move north as punishment because no one sends letters up there because the entire town is divided and feuding and he starts faking letters from Claws who's the wood wood woodmaker out in the forest that's not involved with it and Claus finds out about it and actually starts leaving little presents, toys on the kids' steps. And everyone is happy at the end. Good movie. Animated movie. Nice. Nice list. Thank you. Thank you. Nice. It, 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 out of all three of our lists, if you ain't in the Christmas spirit by now, Bob <laughs> Humbugger. Yeah, I know. I know. That's right. And you know what? Let's let's just take a moment and pat all three of us on the bat. Three guys, not one of us had Die Hard. <laughs> right. I was thinking about it though. Right. <laughs> uh, Bruce Willis for sure. There you go. All right, Gilbert, your turn. Six feet under with the Grave Digger. Best segment of the show. Uh-oh, boys. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go a little nostalgic on you. All right. You get home You get home from school. You run home from school to, to watch what show? Right. Slash, you get up on Saturday morning to watch what show? Top five with an honorable mention, gentlemen. Matt, would you so, like to go first? Sure, yeah. So is it five <clears throat> between the after school and the Saturday morning? Is it like five That's right. School? So five total? Okay, cool. Five total. Uh, number one all time for me is going to be uh, the Real Ghostbusters, which was uh, always after school when I was like in uh, oh, fourth, yeah, fifth, sixth grade. Yeah. That was a yeah. good one. It's a funny yeah. show because like, the Ghostbusters characters are so good. So you yeah. know, put, them on, put them on a kid's show, you know, um, PG it up a little bit. And uh, that was that was a fun time. I liked that one a lot. That's definitely my top one. I looked forward. I remember like sitting in. I liked school. Okay, I was like, 
I was like school. But like at the end of the uh, like last hour of the day in fourth grade, I remember the feeling of anticipation of like you get my yeah. my book bag, gonna run home, you catch the beginning of the show. I can't wait. So yeah. that that's 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 deep nostalgia for me, man. Um, so that's one I would say Animaniacs, hilarious show. It was on a little later, you know, when I was maybe in high school, but mm-hmm. I would still sit down and watch that just the same. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely the two biggest ones. Uh, when I was a little kid, I think probably my favorite was uh, the Smurfs. I had Smurfs sheets on my bed, <laughs> a couple of Smurfs toys. Couple we used Smurf. to love to go to go to Cave in the Mounds and see the Smurfs in the caves there. You know, it's all about the Smurfs when I was little. Um, I oh yeah, Transformers, the Transformers, oh. man. Yeah. I was. Yeah. I was like all of my allowance money, you know, when I was when I was a little kid, I, I'd like ask my parents to do extra chores just to get like an extra couple of uh, you know quarters. Going to Toys R Us, buying up as many Transformers as I could, watching the cartoon, seeing the movie. Mm, Transformers were my jam. Yeah. And uh, so that's that's four. And so for one more, then I guess tough. I gotta really think back here. I love the gummy bears. That's a fun show. <laughs> you know, they got the, uh, gummy, the gummy bear. bear juice or whatever that's called, you know, and, the, and, and um, how the, the, the humans wanted it for, for like limited time strength. And the, of course, the bears would bounce around and they got it. Like, that's, that's a fun time. So I like that show a lot. It was kind of interesting, Gilbert, that I didn't have to go first this time. Well, <laughs> the Google stuff. Took the heat off of you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Well, for me, the two shows I really enjoyed after school when I was a kid were Arthur and The Magic School Bus. Mm. I really liked those two shows. They were on back-to-back right after school. And my mom was a teacher at the school that I went to. And so I always remember running to her classroom she had her after-school meetings, and I would turn on the TV, and that was back in the cable-in-the-classroom days. And <laughs> PBS was on there, and right to Arthur, right to Magic School Bus. Really enjoyed those shows as, as a kid. And then on Saturday mornings, Matt, I completely agree with the Animaniacs. Hmm. Loved, loved the Animaniacs. They were so funny. So mm-hmm. funny. It holds up, too. You can see that stuff on, I think it's on Netflix. Still yep. funny. Yep. They even rebooted it, too. That's right. Made some new stuff there on Netflix. I really liked that. Then another one that I really enjoyed after school was Zaboomafu, one of those Craft Brothers shows where they you know, learn about animals. It was a science show, animal show. And they had a little uh, lemur puppet, and and everything. It was it was fun, and then so that's four. And then my go my my go to absolute number one childhood show Sunday or Saturday morning Batman the animated series. Rest in peace, Kevin Conway. Just. Solid, solid. Mark Hamill voicing the jo- the Joker. I love that show. I love it. I even I still love it today. 
That's pretty good, man. I like that one. I like it. I like it. Neither one of y'all gave me no honorable mentions, though. Neither oh. one of y'all. I can, I'll throw it in because Robin made me think of one, actually. So my honorable mention is not exactly a cartoon. If this is a allowable, kind of under the uh, yeah. under yeah. The, the honorable mention banner. So uh, Square One was uh, it was a math show, and so it was like there'd be sketches, there'd be weird little like videos, like even like songs, like videos that they that they made for the show. Very creative, very eclectic style wise, but like a lot of fun. And I was definitely um <laughs> I was gonna say a kid who loved math. I'm a person who loves math, and so that show is just fun because like you learn about uh you know the things just like the things off the top of my head that i can think of like tessellations perpendicular lines probability these are just some of the songs they had uh, on the show about this stuff Uh, infinity um it's stuff that really sticks with you so that was a great show if i could find that somewhere like on streaming i would you know sit my kids down and watch it with them my honorable mention would be teenage mutant ninja turtles <laughs> Heroes in a half shell, huh? That's right. <laughs> oh wow, yeah. That that's that's a good one. Yeah. Let's see now. Now, I grew up in Detroit, so we had some awesome lineups after school. I'm telling you. <clears throat> but but I'm gonna start off with what Robin said. Batman the animated series, awesome, awesome. Actually, I just sat down here two two months ago. I think it was a uh, HBO Max and watched the whole thing all over again. The whole from one to the end. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's a it's an awesome show. Get up Saturday mornings. I'm watching the Super Friends. Period. Saturday Ooh, morning, I'm watching the Super Friends. I am watching the Super Friends on Saturday morning. And, and 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 having a good time eating 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 a bowl of cereal, you know. <laughs> then I would go the Lone Ranger on Saturdays, mm-hmm. midday. Yeah, I'm done with all the cartoons. They got the Lone Ranger coming on. I got him. I got him. Also, we had Lost in Space. Ooh, going way back. Yes, okay. mm-hmm. we had Lost in Space coming on, and I would love to do that. And my my last was Ultraman. Ultraman would come on, and here's the thing: see, in in Detroit after school, it was either you're gonna be on Team Ultraman. Or, for my honorable mention, before if, if any everything else fails, I'm watching Johnny Sacco on this flying robot. Now I was Team Johnny Sacco. My brother was Team Ultraman. So <laughs> it was like, man, because he we run home and Ultraman would come on first. We'll watch that, and then Johnny Sacco would come on after that. I'd be like, I'd be like, man. Giant robot will whoop Ultraman ass. And we just go back and forth and back and forth. We get to school and talk about it. It was awesome, man. That, that was a good time to be growing up and, and and having those things because it it formed your mind to go to places that you wanted to go to or get you out of things that, you know, it just take your mind away from the stupid stuff. 
you know, and then you got to go do homework. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's a good <laughs> list. Good list. Excellent list. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us. That was a great show, guys. Again, thank you, Matt, for joining us. Yeah, Pretty good guest. Yeah, good yeah. Robert, Robert, we got to have Matt on again. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Hey, Matt, you want to come back to next week with our food expert? <laughs> we have a quad. We have a quad podcast. Yeah, quad. there we go. Quadcast. Yeah. Definitely, definitely welcome back anytime. Well, again, everyone, thank you. Uh, Go Packers. And remember, head over to Fox Valley Mall Saturday, Sunday. See Gilbert. Maybe see me, but Gilbert's more important. So see you later, everyone. At least they think so.